I'm Kelly Burrell, and you're listening to When Sleeping Women Wake. This is the podcast for women who are tired of being stuck in stress and pain and are ready to wake up and rediscover the joy and magic in their lives so they can become who they are meant to become. This is episode number five. Self-care isn't selfish or really even optional. Crap! How did I get myself back into this mess? I lay in bed, having just woken up to the sound of my kids fighting. The day hadn't even started yet, and I just wanted to roll over and pull the covers over my head and go back to sleep for a very long time. Because I thought I'd figured out the secret to feeling empowered and on top of things, but sometime in the last few weeks I must have forgotten it because I felt like I was right back where I'd started from. Exhausted, frustrated, and absolutely ready to call it quits. As I lay in bed that morning trying to ignore my kids, I racked my brain wondering what had changed. Why was I struggling again? What was this so-called key to feeling better long time, long term? And what was I doing wrong? That's when it hit me. I wasn't doing my self-care. Now, to step back a little bit, I find it interesting that so many moms, myself included sometimes, say self-care is important, but then find lots of reasons not to actually do it. There are always lots of excuses. No time, no money, no desire. We're too busy eating bonbons on the couch while watching soap operas. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. Anyway, but that said, I truly believe it is the most important thing you can do for yourself as well as for those you love and you care for. But we hear a lot about it these days, but what is it really? You know, it can be going out to lunch with your girlfriends or getting your nails done, but what it really boils down to is doing those things that nourish and connect your body, your mind, and your soul. So what does that look like? Because these don't have to be big things. I actually find that the most powerful self-care things are the ones that you can do on a daily basis, the small things. For instance, self-care for the body could include taking some slow, deep breaths. It could be choosing a healthy snack like an apple and a handful of almonds or drinking an extra glass of water. It could be going for a walk in the fresh air and the sunshine or doing a bit of yoga, which, by the way, is one of my personal favorites. It could be taking a quick nap when you need it. Like, folks, I took a nap today and it felt awesome. Or it could be soaking in a hot bath with Epsom salts and some essential oils. Now, self-care for the mind could include unplugging from your device for an hour or so so that you can be fully present with the activity or the people that you're with. It could be keeping a journal. It could be focusing on um, just having a good laugh with friends. It could be reading a great book, relaxing in nature, cleaning out that junk drawer that's driving you crazy. Or one of my favorites is slowly and deeply breathing in an essential oil that smells amazing to you. Self-care for the soul could include speaking as kindly to yourself as you do to your best friend. It could be finding five beautiful things on your way to work in in the morning or helping someone else or sitting in silence for five minutes and just being. It could be keeping a gratitude journal or saying a prayer of gratitude by thanking God for everything you can think of. Now, a few years ago, I learned about a morning routine called SAVERS, and I encourage you to look it up. It stands for silence, affirmation, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. And I would love to say that I am perfect in all of those areas every day but I would be lying. I'd also love to say that I'm perfect in any of those areas every day, but I'm not. But I have learned the value of taking time each morning to start my day out right. You know, it's interesting. I've literally been astonished at how quickly this one thing can turn me around when I'm having a hard time. 
it's amazing how powerful this habit of getting up early and doing self-care for your body, your mind, and your soul can be, and also what a difference it makes when you don't. Um, what's interesting to me is that I keep having to relearn this lesson because let's face it, life happens. One day I'm really tired, so I stay in bed and I don't give my self-care time that morning. And that may be fine for a day or two, but very many days of this and pretty soon I'm a basket case and I'm wondering how I fell off track again. Incidentally, this actually just happened. Um, a couple of weeks ago, it was actually the week right before Thanksgiving, I was in the hospital with one of my sons for a week. It was a planned thing. They were doing a bunch of tests. Um, and I thought I was handling the situation pretty well. We were we were working on, I mean, I was doing self-care things in the hospital. It was just, it was a peaceful time. Um, but I was really tired afterwards. And the next week, my kids were out of school for the whole week of Thanksgiving. And we were running from appointments to appointments and all over the place. And guess what, folks? I wasn't getting up. I was tired. I was staying in bed. And pretty soon, I was a basket case. By the end of that week, I started thinking, wait a second. What's going on here? Then I realized that I wasn't getting up early, so I reinstated my morning routine, and pretty soon I was moving forward again. Now, incidentally, this has happened often enough that I finally had to get really clear about exactly what works best for me, even in just little tiny doses. Now, I'm aware that this is going to be different for each person, but that's why I gave you some suggestions up at the beginning. But for me, I must have a little silence in the form of prayer and a little scripture reading and use one or two essential oils every day. And even if I can only get two to three minutes of each, my entire day will go better when I start with these things. Now, of course, I love having 30 minutes or more for each area. I love being able to sit in my chair in the morning and read my book and read my scriptures and write in my journal. And then I like having plenty of quiet time so I can get up and do my yoga. Maybe a full practice is awesome, but that's an hour and a half right there. And, you know, but the thing is, it's not possible for me to get that every day. And it's probably not possible for you. And if you have this idea that self-care has to look a certain way, that you have to only, um, that you can, you, it, it, it's not actually self-care unless you've done, you know, all these things on your list, you're not going to get very far with it. And then you're just going to, you're just not going to do it. But I want, this is the last point that I want to bring up. You've got to be gentle with yourself. Remember that this is a practice. The old adage that practice makes perfect works here too, but realize that practice by its very nature is imperfect, and that's okay. Just doing it is what makes the difference. If you miss a day or don't get everything that you'd like to do done, that's okay. Because face it, folks, if you beat yourself up about not doing self-care, that is the opposite of self-care. So I want to ask you, what self-care practices can you start doing to nourish your body, calm your mind, and feed your soul? I encourage you to pick one thing from each of those three areas and then get up 15 minutes earlier tomorrow morning to do them and watch what happens. And incidentally, if you would like to learn more about the special tools that I use for self-care every day, join me at transformyourmood.com forward slash go. And in the meantime, I'm really interested to hear what are the things that you will start doing for your body, your mind, and your soul. I look forward to hearing, and I look forward to the next time that we can meet.